Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in from the United States and around the world. If you're new to the show, I would like to extend an invitation to you to join our large audience and community of co-creation and spiritual support. We are dedicated to helping you cultivate peace in your life through self-awareness, and we offer something for everyone. I am a psychic medium, advanced energetic healer, spiritual teacher, and channel for Jesus, and I work with others in the divine. Featured monthly segments include A Course in Miracles virtual class with the co-president of the Foundation for Inner Peace, Robert Rosenthal, MD. We also offer energetic healing segments where you can call in for free long-distance healing. And we present the Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, which gives you an opportunity to learn directly from spirits and ascended beings in a transmission through their full-body channels. Today's segment is the latest installment in our Guidance from Spirit portion of the show. I am joined by special guest co-host Wendy Gale. Wendy is a psychic, spiritual teacher, healer, and channel who offers nurturing guidance and heart-centered awareness of our connection with source energy. Wendy has also served as full-body trance channel for Archangel Metatron since 2007, allowing him to come through to offer his divine wisdom about the human journey through classes, workshops, retreats, and private sessions. She offers messages and channel transmissions to serve the awakening of humanity and to assist in the journey of awakening your soul essence. Archangel Metatron is divine consciousness dedicated to the enlightenment of all beings. His mission is to enliven the soul's journey. He accomplishes this by assisting you through the shifting landscape of personal transformation, sharing information to remind you of your own divinity, and supporting you in understanding the soul's journey in a way that is healing and empowering. To learn more about Wendy, Metatron, and their classes, events, and private sessions, visit angelemerging.com. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to explore the archives of these and other divine transmissions, as well as the Course in Miracles and the Long Distance Healing segments. I am so excited to get started. We have a fascinating topic for everyone today. So join me in welcoming Wendy back to the show. Hello, Wendy. Welcome back, sweetheart. Oh, thank you, Star. It uh, seems like it's been forever since we've spoken last. It feels that way. <laughs> it Time that I've seems missed to you. be stretching. I've missed you, yes. too. I've missed you, too. Oh, and what's to happening on today. your end? What, you, what have you got going on over there? Well, summer, oh, my gosh, it's summer, and summer makes me happy. But I've been in... 
you know, grandma mode, <laughs> Ama. My grandkids call me Ama. We've been okay. We've been playing and spending time, and then of course, everything that I'm doing with Metatron um, in our mentoring sessions and our own our own personal growth, and that that takes up a giant chunk of my my life on a daily basis. So. I'm uh, I'm in the flow right now, right? That's a good place right. to be. Um, yeah, a good place to be. How How about you? Oh, things are things are busy, and I'm working very hard to catch up. I'm a bit behind because of all of the challenges of the past uh, year and and more, actually two years. So uh, I will be taking some time off next month, uh, the month of August, 2019. I will be doing the transmissions with you and Danielle, but the other segments that I do on the show, I will take some time off so that I can focus and get some projects completed that need to be completed because with all these shifts that are happening, if it's supposed to end by September, then I think this is the perfect time to do all that, get it done, and then have a really clean slate and a solid foundation to work on come September when the shifts are over and especially we have a lot of uh, astrological stuff going on this month and right. um, like Mercury retrograde uh, for most of the month of July and that's a good time to revisit stuff and restructure so I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah sounds like a plan plus just giving yourself a break sometimes is really important right yes. it's, it's an important thing and those of us that are working for spirit Many times we don't take breaks for ourselves, and so it is really important through these heightened energies that we remember to do that so that we have the opportunity to experience, you know, our own growth and clearing and like you're you're going to be diving into. So I yes. support you 100%. I won't come and clean your closets, but I support you 100%. <laughs> That's okay because... I have to do a certain things. Well, cleaning closets will be part of it, but, you know, just more sorting things out, catching up a couple projects. I have to revisit some projects, which means I'm starting all over again. Mm. So to be able to sit and focus and put all my papers out on the desk and look at where I left off and and see where I want to pick up and just reevaluate, and I'll check with everybody in the divine, see what they want me to do, and just take it from there. But I kind of need that buffer to just to focus. So that's right. what I'm going to do, and I, right. I feel good about the decision. So, Yeah. Yay. 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 Good. <laughs> so good. today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wendy and Metatron and I have chosen living your sovereign life, and also we'll be throwing in the crossover topic with Mother Mary, which was boundaries and balance. So I'll include that with my list of questions. But, um, Wendy, what, what do you feel about living your sovereign life, sovereign meaning, supreme, superior, outstanding, excellent life? What's your experience with trying to achieve that? Yeah. Well, I think that for a long time I had the perception that it wasn't possible, that no matter how I worked, you know, no matter how hard I tried, I would never be able to reach that that pinnacle that my imagination has set up as my as my sovereign self, right? And so I tended to get frustrated and just 
try to ignore it because it just seemed like too much work for very little, um, you know, reward. And I finally had Metatron, you know, he, he doesn't let me get away with too much. And I had to really look at my perceptions about what, you know, what, is my sovereign self? What does it look like? What would it look like to be to be living that life? And I recognized that my ego was smack dab in the middle of it, and I had a really skewed viewpoint of what it would look like to live my sovereign life. And what I was able to come to for me, uh, my personal recognition was that, you know, we are sovereign no matter what. It was like we don't have to do anything to be sovereign. We are already that. And to be able to begin to shift our thinking to and begin to pick up the the movement and flow with the energies and listen to the guidance as to how to place our feet upon the planet and, and what to do next. It it was a really big awakening for me that I didn't have to get to a certain level before I could make a difference or get to a certain level before I could live from that sovereign aspect of myself, right? So that's been my journey with it. Right. My journey with it. Hmm. A lot of for perception me, shifting. Y- yeah? Yes. Yes. And for me, I feel like I got to that point at least a pinnacle, if not the pinnacle, you know, because I think mm-hmm. I've experienced you really reach a high level, then you kind of go back to normal. You reach a high level, and then there's a mm-hmm. um, kind of mm-hmm. like when you when you reach a spiritual high, and then there's a crash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plateau. Right. Yeah. But then yeah. when I was in those those high points of my life, I think the key for me was simplicity in all things, mm-hmm. simplicity in uh, lifestyle, thought, um, routine, uh, right. social life, that kind of thing, where mm-hmm. nothing was, was too much, where it was just the right amount of interaction with those things and, and with myself so that there was balance. And I really experienced a very deep sense of peace. So life changes. And, you know, sometimes yeah. we have challenges. You know, there are ups yeah. and downs, yep. but sometimes there are chunks, big chunks sometimes of your life that are serious challenges. So here I am there in this valley of a challenge working with all these energies, and I think the key this time is to maybe take what I've learned, but take also what I'm learning and take that to the next level and do it again, perhaps with newfound wisdom everything I've learned mm-hmm. over the years, take that and bundle it all up together and just use every tool in the toolbox to get to that level of peace again. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. That, that sounds great. And, you know, we we have extraordinary tools in our toolboxes, right? And mm-hmm. we, you and I, you and I have studied forever right but there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that are just beginning and 
to, you know, to know that you still have tools in your toolbox is important, right? Your, uh-huh. you know, your, your tools of paying attention so you can feel your intuition and know that your guidance is there. Your, your tools of compassion, your tools of, of, of love and all of those things make a big, a big impact not only in your life, but the life of others. And it's really going to help everybody to be able to, to step further into that sovereign place. Right. And to feel it, to feel it. That, that was the best part of it. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the feeling of it, right. It's like, Oh man, that's just amazing. So, yes, and and so when we say sovereign life, let's try to paint a picture of what that might feel like. And we want to use words like consciousness. We want to use consciousness as one of the tools in that toolbox to really set the stage for that sovereign life, whatever that looks for you, listeners, whatever that looks like for you. But we want to bring the energy of wholeness. We want to experience wholeness. We want to get away from or resolve the feeling of separateness and brokenness and fragmentation. We want to feel wholeness right. and, and feel that we are absolutely in touch yes. with that power that we, that we have that has never left us, that we were born with, to create, to co-create using consciousness and right. um, create the experience of having what serves you best. Now, that might not mean, you know, you get the red Corvette or you get the mansion. You know, your soul might have a different plan for you. But especially lately, I've been working with being at peace and having acceptance for the fact that my soul wrote the script for my life. Right. And so if I struggle against that, I'm only going to make it worse. I'm only going to feel worse and things are going to things are going to line up with that energy instead of the energy that I want, right? Right, right. It's going, right. It's going to magnetize anger and what have you and um, struggle, and it's going to create more. So I want to really come to that place where I trust my higher self and don't worry about what I think will make me happy, what the ego says will make me happy, mm-hmm. but what my soul says, because I know my soul will always be correct and the ego will always get it wrong. <laughs> right. And, you know, I've noticed a lot of people don't want to ask spirit for something or ask guidance for something uh, because they're they're afraid that the answer that they get is going to be different than the answer that they want. And that that's a part of this too, right? It being in harmony with with our our higher self, our soul, and this unique journey that each and every one of us are here to take. The the mind, the brain, the ego will tell us one thing, and and spirit and soul will tell us another thing, right? So mm-hmm. it. It is, you know, that's part of the tool as well, is that is that harmony with, with your soul. And I love the fact that, you know, you have come to that place where you can say, okay, I, I surrender to that, right? Because right. That's, that's what it is. There is a surrendering, a leaning into that. And then it becomes easier 
it's not necessarily effortless, but it becomes easier when we're not trying to, you know, turn right and soul wants us to turn left. So, right. And if you're yeah. constantly shadow boxing your soul, how will you ever yeah. be happy? Yeah. If we are to create, we have to create from the essence of that wholeness. And wholeness would be being in concert or in harmony and in alignment with the soul urging rather than cravings of a human being, right? And yes. I think an important component, as, as we were talking about the other day, is not worrying about what other people think or what society will say of you for, yeah. for living the life that you were meant to live. So many people fold themselves up like origami to make themselves mm-hmm. come off to others in the world as something that they think will be accepted. And right. so with all these energies and all the conversations we've been having on the air with Metatron and Mother Mary and Danielle and you, it's about being your authentic self. And I do believe that these shifts that we're going through are helping us get there. But what a relief it would be for all of us to really give ourselves permission to just be who we are. And how much easier would it be to create more of what makes us happy? Coming right. from wholeness and the authentic self. I think that's the key. Right. Right. I, could I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. But it's a huge shift and change for people to be able to do that because we are so used to you know, making everybody else happy, saying I can't do this because I've got, you know, I have children or I have this responsibility or or I can't I can't live the life my soul wants me to live because, you know, I you know, at work they would never understand that. All of those things, you know, sit in the way of of our process with with our sovereignty, right? And it takes it takes a lot of courage and a great deal of change to be able to say, okay, I, you know, I have kids, I've got job, I've got everything, I can still be absolutely me within all of it. And mm-hmm. I re I really really honor and applaud those people that have been, you know, have have been through the fire and have come to that that understanding for themselves because it takes it takes a lot of shifting and changing and courage and we all know change isn't always comfortable right no no form of growth on this planet comes without some level of discomfort is what i say <laughs> yeah 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 it doesn't I agree. have to be devastating but you know even minor changes can be a bit uncomfortable for a, a short time until you get used to the yeah. new normal and then there are right. big changes that do cause uh, major upset and chaos and upheaval. Right. Right. Um, but right. I think I think that it's unique to all of us. We all have our own um, version of what a sovereign mm-hmm. life is, of what mm-hmm. our and of course what our authentic selves are. So I don't think there's a formula to for everybody to follow. You have to follow your own instinct when it comes to how you get there and what you need to do right. or not do in order to create it. Right. You know? Right. I I do. And there you know, I would say yes, there's no one formula, but 
I encourage people to tell themselves the truth and to the best of their ability to live their truth, right? Um, that's where that's where it starts. And I think that those two ingredients are are the same for just about everybody when they're beginning to to take this journey to understand their sovereignty, right? And telling mm-hmm. yourself the truth is an important an important part, not lying to yourself about situations people not lying to yourself about yourself right yes and um big topic yeah yeah that is a big topic uh yeah well that will be one of my questions for metatron today because Mm -hmm. that was covered in our last transmission with mother mary it was fascinating um continue with what you're saying i didn't mean to interrupt Okay, well, it just kind of uh, went out of my <laughs> went out of my head, but but Sorry. no, it's okay. But 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 understanding that it's okay to to be you, right? And and telling mm-hmm. yourself your the truth about yourself, and then allowing yourself to to just be who you are. That the challenge is is that we've worked hard to be so many things to other people that sometimes we don't know who we are right exactly. we don't we don't know what we have to offer and so you know there's you know a door being opened right now energetically and spiritually there's mm-hmm. so much help on the planet and so many guides and angels surrounding everyone to help them be able to surrender into the process. So mm-hmm. it's uh yeah, it's it's a great time to to discover who you are, why you're here and then begin to walk that, right? Begin yes. to walk it. Small and steps, small bites. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I want to like dovetail with what you were saying. I know to some people when we say the lies that we tell ourselves, um, the -hmm. word lie can be strong. Like suppose you tell yourself you're not a beauty anymore or something like that. Um, So if you're lying to yourself about different aspects of yourself, that's one thing. That's easy to identify. But I want to emphasize that sometimes we make excuses for why we can't do something or have the life we want. We come up with yeah. reasons why, justification. And I'm mm-hmm. reminded of someone I knew who was telling me she only needed two credits. If she went back to college, she only needed two credits to get her degree. But she couldn't do it because she had all these obligations. I said, really, make me a list. So she wrote down a list of like 10 to 12 things. She has to take care of the husband, the kids, the house, an extensive list. And it looked logical on paper. But I said, okay, let's take a look at this. And I circled the kids. I said, that's your only real obligation. Your husband is not a child. He can do what you're describing on his own. These people can do this. Your dad can do it. She was taking care of everybody else but herself. Fortunately, she took the advice and ran with it signed up for school, and in a matter of months, got two credits and her degree and a promotion and a new job, and everything just went right. The ship just went right for her. 
wow. that's what I want the listeners to think about is what are you telling yourself? What are the reasons you're giving yourself why you can't do something? And that's worthy right. of taking a look at it and, and exploring that. Right, right. And and sometimes we we tell ourselves things that, you know, that we're responsible for other people's pain and we're responsible for this and that. And really, you know, really understanding what, what the truth of everything is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is, is up right now. It's, it's up. People are finding that stuff that they thought that they had dealt with years ago is right here in front of their face this summer. And it really is to be looked at, to be embraced, forgiven, or a different truth, you know, to be understood from the whole experience. And so um, that's what's been happening for me. It's like a lot of things where I carried a lot of guilt, a lot of self-blame about things. And Metatron's been like just bringing all that stuff back and saying, you know, really, what was your what was your responsibility in this? And I was able to look at things and say, wow, well, this was my responsibility and this part wasn't. And so it has really helped me shift into a a lighter space, a, a clearer space. Um, after he's had me revisit these things and I could put to rest a lot of things that I've been burdened by my whole life, Uh my whole life, my whole life. And so when, when, uh, you know, I had to tell, that's what I'm also, what I'm talking about in telling yourself the truth, right. Is to look at, look at those things and, and just allow that perhaps there's more than, what the story is that you've been telling yourself. You know, maybe there's greater truth to each and every one of these experiences. So I feel blessed. It And it also, it's a lot of work, right? It, it's a lot of work, good work, but it, it takes, it takes time and it takes attention to our own needs to, to work through these things. It's so, all, like we were saying yeah. before the show, Transformation is gradual, so you can't rush into it. You can't expect it to happen overnight. It takes consistency and commitment. Um, It doesn't have to be punishing or um, laborious. I mean, some some things might be harder than others, but I think just a a basic commitment and to yourself and being consistent about it and not kind of shrugging it off because of a mood or because somebody asks you for a favor, you know, that kind of thing. Like, don't right. don't allow things to, and that's where boundaries come in, don't allow people and situations to knock you off your path. You have to walk right. your path. And we keep, let's, let's say it this way, we keep changing lanes to help somebody on their path. And then we try to get back into our own lane. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. we can find a way to help others and be of service or meet our responsibilities to our family and our loved ones without leaving our lane, if that makes sense. It, it totally, totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. And I had a, you know, my, um, my 
partner with Angel Emerging is a gorgeous woman by the name of Connie. And Mm -hmm. Connie is, is brilliant. And I was lobbying ideas in her direction uh, recently, and she was listening and and being, you know, supportive. And then she said, you know, what, she said, you know what I found, Wendy, is that if you'll just stay in your lane, you'll always be successful. Just, just by, just by the mere fact of staying in your lane, I don't have to do what somebody else is doing. Right? I don't have to add to my toolkit just because somebody else is doing it. But but staying in my lane, you know, what draws me, what's juicy, what am I passionate about? And and the things that that spirit and soul want to want to, you know, teach through me. That's the that's the part that's important and so that's the that's the staying in our lane as well, right? Uh-huh, and that uh-huh. dovetails into that place of like not worrying about what other people are doing, right? Uh-huh. We, have, we have plenty for ourselves. <laughs> yes. And look at the amount of time that we spend worrying about other people's expectations of us and right, right. what they think about us. And, and just, you know, it can't, it's not sustainable, uh, as it was said in the previous transmission. Yeah. It just is not sustainable, yeah. and it has to end. So you might as well just go with it. And while you're at it, we can be conscious about those aspects of ourselves that we choose to illuminate and mm-hmm. we choose to access or not, whether it's the power that is inherent within us or the excuses we give ourselves for why we're not pursuing what keeps poking at us in the back of our mind, you know? Right, right. So take take yeah. down all the obstacles, look at it, and illuminate those parts of you that are crying out for attention. Because if you're not happy, if things aren't flowing, then there's there's more for you to look at. And if you're unless you're willing to look at that, you're pretty much going to stay where you are until life pushes you in a certain direction, and that can be painful as well. Right. I call it the cosmic boot. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, 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 it's the truth. I, I say that to a lot of my students. I'm like, you know, pay attention when when your soul, when spirit is trying to tell you something or or show you something, because they start gently, and then if you're not listening or ignoring or whatever, then it's kind of like the cosmic boot, and then something happens that you can't help but pay attention to what it is that they're, that they're trying to get through to you. So uh-huh. I, sometimes you it know. takes a pretty big stump on the head to get yes. your attention. If, if you're really being stubborn, but you're funny, you're like right. me, you come up with a, um, a phrase to describe situations like that. Um, I have, yeah. I have a, a handful of those that I use as well. Different types of uh, reactions or energetic scenarios. Perhaps right now we're in a state of preparation, and I call this the catapult effect. Like maybe the universe is saying, wait, wait, let us rearrange a few things for you. Let us help you mm-hmm. rearrange your, yourself and your consciousness. And then when it's all over, perhaps it will happen when we come into 2020. That's when the catapult releases, and there we are, shot into the air, energetically mm-hmm. prepared 
for what 2020 has to offer. Yeah, that's a great a great analogy. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can use it. <laughs> and you can use the cosmic boot. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, would you like to bring Metatron through, and we'll see what he has to add to this delicious conversation. I would love to. I'll bring him through. Be just a moment. All right. I'll talk to you when you come back. Namaste, Charlotte. Namaste, Metatron. Welcome and thank you for being here. Mm. Thank you for inviting us to be present today, huh? Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Always. Ah. All right. Well, you and my woman have been having some great conversation huh, about what is up upon your planet at this time, huh? Mm, yes, that went very well. I love talking with mm. her. I love talking with her. Mm. Yeah. Um, she loves talking with you as well. It, it it inspires her, right? It gets things juicy, and that is one of the benefits of having people to talk to, right? And yes. this is for everyone. This is for everyone. Find someone safe to talk to and and have stimulating conversation and and get yourselves juicy so that it makes the path a little bit easier to walk, right? Yes. Reminding you that you're not alone, not alone ever. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. want me to run through my questions and do, do what yeah. we've been doing? Okay. Please do. I would be All happy right. to, to listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got them together. And here they are. Uh, first okay. question is, this month's energetic landscape includes two eclipses, Mercury retrograde, new moons, and other planetary alignments that are not all favorable or harmonious. The question is, how do these energy shifts combine with the energy coming to the planet to help you co-create change? That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, how to create a structure for co-creation with people, yourself, and spirit, and how making lifestyle changes, which I think is important, relates to completion for the shifts taking place now, changes and misbeliefs about the self and the lies we tell ourselves. Three, your sovereign life might not match the life you envision for yourself. What are ways to accept what your higher self wants when it differs from or contradicts what your personality desires or believes you deserve, okay? 
uh, on a personal mm-hmm. level. I was looking over my notes. I was told that I am entering into the fourth and final quadrant of my life. So I started to wonder about the impact of that with all of the rest of this for my uh, my big picture. Um, have I crossed that threshold? Am I in that now, or are these shifts now preceding that specific shift of entering into that quadrant? And how do they work together mm-hmm. to take it to the next level? And then finally, all our right. crossover topic with Mother Mary is boundaries and balance. And I'd love to hear your words on that if you would like to share. All right. Well, let me. You look beautiful, right? Beautiful. I love. I always love your questions when they open up such deep, uh, you know, deep understanding. So let's start with the energies and and the planetary alignments and your your eclipses and and all your Mercury retrograde, all of it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, while uh, astrologically things may not be harmonious, they are absolutely important because that is part of what is driving the energies of consciousness on your planet at this time. All right? And the energies are... Being driven sounds, you know, harsh, right? But but understanding that there is opportunity right now, and if you can think of the shifting energies, the shifting consciousness, as opportunity for evolution and opportunity for opening to a greater life, and you know, the understanding of what is the soul's journey. If you can take advantage of it at this time, the planetary alignments and all of that are supporting that vibration of change. So it kind of like flows like a river. Interestingly enough, right now, the, the energy is flowing very much like a cosmic river. And people are either floating, right, or people are swimming, or people are sinking right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, or uh, all of the above, right, depending on the day and the time and, and what is happening in your life. So, so know that whether you're floating, whether you're swimming, or whether you feel that you're sinking, it is absolutely perfect. There's something for you in each one of those places. So when you're floating, don't just kind of blow everything off and say, oh, everything's good. I'm going to not pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. Continue, your, continue your practices. When you're swimming, understand that there's a direction and, you know, go with the flow as opposed to against the flow and, and work with your soul. To, to get to where it's taking you in the moment, right? And if you're sinking, take a look at why you have sunk, right? What is it that that spirit is showing you, 
right? In that mm-hmm. place where you feel that you have no movement at all because that is what the sinking feels like. Helplessness. You can't move. You can't get the break. You're hitting your head against the wall, right? right. And there's there's always something there to be to be seen, to be witnessed, to to heal, to understand. And when you can do that, then maybe you'll start swimming again, and then finally get to floating again, and and you'll begin to you know change positions all the way through the flow of this energy. And I do believe that my my woman was speaking to you the other day that for those that are consciously working on their evolution at this period in time, uh they're going to they're going to have a journey that begins to culminate right about September, October, right? And it'll it'll ease up. But for those that are, you know, not paying attention uh, and and not uh, allowing themselves to be in the flow in the moment, that journey, that energy is going to continue on through the end of the year, all right? So okay. uh, spirit wants to, everybody to have that little extra oomph so before you know we we pop you into the next decade you know so so do your homework everyone so that by by the fall you're feeling like you're doing more floating than sinking and swimming right mm-hmm. and uh just know that if you're if you're still struggling in the fall that there's something there for you to to really pay attention to to look at go go internal right go internal go to that soul level of the self so right. everything oh. is in divine order everything is in divine order all right it's important so does to remember. that does yeah does that assist you to understand what all of those seemingly not harmonious aspects are doing right they're creating Mm -hmm. the perfect energy for change okay simple answer it (laughs) is quite simple (laughs) when you think about it and that's quite the list i mean that is a lot of energy packed into one month and so for us as humans it can be daunting and frightening because if we you know if we picture our worst scenarios with some of these conditions, energetic conditions, and we think, oh, no, the worst of everything is going to happen all at once. And so that's why I wanted to mm-hmm. get your take on that so that yeah. so far it's not that big for me. So I wanted everybody right. to have a really good understanding of what's yeah. happening. Right, right. And, and, you know, there's going to be, you know, an aspect of this and I need to address it. Because remembering that everything is in divine order, right, there's going to be a lot of souls that are leaving the planet between now and the end of the year. And these souls are going to be assisting from the other side. But but that is always everyone's, on the list of everyone's worst case scenario, right? Right. When, when those that they love are are shifting into spirit. 
So uh, just know that, you know, everyone, there is no ending. There is only transformation. So, so for those of you that are struggling with that or, or fearing the loss of a loved one, please, you know, uh, still pay attention to your own journey as well, right? And uh, that is that is an important piece. All right, Charlotte. Yes, very important. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. noticed that I've been shifting for some time, you know, and um, I do notice changes in me that when it comes to, you know, a, a topic like that where people will be leaving the planet, and that's perfectly natural. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I do notice a heightened sensitivity to other people's tragedies. Yeah. um, And I'm normally able to maintain a balance and say it's okay, that's their journey, and death is neutral, that kind of thing. But I seem to be hypersensitive now, especially to things I hear in the news about people Mm -hmm. being murdered. Um, Is that natural, that heightened sensitivity when I had gotten to a nice neutral place? Yeah, uh, my woman has been the same way. It's almost like being raw, right? Yeah, when very your vibrate when your vibrational frequency is raising, right? Your empathic centers are opening, and you become raw. You do become more sensitive to those things upon the planet that are out of alignment, not in harmony. Uh, with with spirit, right? Right. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, indeed. And so, you know, my woman has has gone through a period of time where she can't read anything about puppies or kitties. She can't read anything, you know, about about people being killed. She, you know, it is very difficult for her to uh, to engage with that right now because all all she will do is sit and cry. It's like yes. it it takes her back down to the bottom of the river. It's like she feels like she sinks again, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then it, then it's that process to to move through it. So it is not it is not uncommon, beloved one, not uncommon okay. because you are becoming more sensitive, right? The more light that you are. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? The the greater your light, mm-hmm. right, the sensitivity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what would you like to move on to? Metatron? All right. What was number two? Number two, how to create a structure for co-creation with people, yourself, and spirit, and how making lifestyle changes relates to completion for the shifts taking place for instance, changes to end misbeliefs about the self and the lies we tell ourselves. Ah, well, this is also another big subject, right? So lifestyle changes, the things that each and every human being upon the planet can do to assist them in this transformational period of time, right, mm-hmm. is to remember your neutrality, We've spoken about that. Remember to be as neutral as you can with others in your relationships, right? That Uh is going to 
to take a lot of the the stress and the the you know the the hot energy out of the relationships number one number two paying attention and it's not as as simple as it sounds right because you're you know you always you know, you pay attention at work you you know you pay attention here and there but pay attention to spirit pay attention to your soul give yourself some time each day to connect uh so that you are uh, assisted guided helped and you know not not struggling in the river of consciousness right uh, the uh-huh. the the third thing is is to to pay attention to what you're putting in your body right now uh-huh. you you wouldn't think that what you eat or drink would affect your consciousness or your evolution, but it does. It absolutely does. And so pay attention to to you know alcoholic substances. Pay attention to sugar. You know, pay attention to wheat. And and if you can, you know clear that up clean it up right replace wheat with with something else right knock the sugar out completely because these things are going to be things that keep you the same they will keep you at the bottom of the river right they Uh are like shackles upon your ankles and so if you are uh, still struggling to shift and change and uh, are serious about transformation on your spiritual path, then cut out the wheat, cut out the sugar, uh, uh, make your your alcohol consumption few and far between, right? All mm-hmm. of these things, all of these things suppress your enlightenment okay so are you saying wheat w-h-e-a-t wheat yes wheat okay what does that do um what's the effect it has on the body all right uh well the greatest the greatest impact is is the the fact that wheat is uh creating a new gene within the human genome, right? It has been uh, genetically modified and irradiated to such a degree that when you consume it, it is changing you at the genetic level and it is adding an extra gene to the human gene pattern and it is a gene uh, directly related to obesity. So in the future, it would be almost impossible to not, you know, not be carrying extra you know, weight upon the body, right? Wheat, right, is is causing inflammation in your body. Anyone with autoimmune challenges, anyone with belly and gut challenges, cutting out the wheat will be a lifesaver. You can still have your bread. You can still have your pasta. Just make it made with something other than wheat, 
right? It is out there now. It's not hard to come by, right? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So ultimately, you know, ultimately it's about it's about future generations, and and in the moment it's about you know how your body is responding and people are you know they don't want to let go of their wheat it is a funny thing charlotte mm-hmm. you can tell you can tell them that, that it is impacting all of their autoimmune stuff and their response is oh i could never give up my bread i've got to have toast for breakfast right Right. And 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 yet it is killing the physical body. Actually, right. uh last week we in my household we're making some more changes on top of other changes where we are cutting out the carbohydrates because they are um adding to the battle my husband's having with his blood sugar because of the medicine yeah. he takes. And so yeah. rather than worry about measurements and bread or no bread, I said, you know what? Just do the whole diet that I did years ago, it's not that hard, it's not that bad, mm-hmm. and now you're telling me all this about wheat, now I'm really going to make sure I'm educated about what's in what I eat, like the pasta. Yeah, yeah. Pay if I have it at all, because he can't have any. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there are there are other options of, of like there's a, a pasta made with lentil. And that okay. does not impact. That does not impact the body like pasta made with wheat. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are other options. And is other there options. a natural way to lower sugar that's easy and effective? Well, <laughs> if you have to have something sweet, right? Make it honey. Right. Make it honey or stevia. Uh, lots of people don't care for stevia, but but it balances blood sugar. When you use stevia uh, as opposed to sugar, uh, don't use the artificial sweeteners. Allow yourself a little bit of honey if you need something to be sweet, but cut out the the table sugar. Uh, you know all of all of that, and yeah, that that impacts people's cookies and it impacts their ice cream and cake and things but there are options right mm-hmm. uh, the, my woman is an ice cream lover and there's two uh, there is wink and there is halo top and they are within the parameters that metatron will allow in the moment <laughs> okay I yeah. don't eat sweets so, myself, but my husband has a sweet yeah. tooth, so the stevia yeah. is helpful. Because yeah. I don't know what to pick. I honestly don't have a whole lot of education with nutrition, but I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Um, but is mm-hmm. there a food or a, a supplement that would help lower the sugar? Because his numbers are in the 400 range. It's really quite high and alarming. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, there is a book called the medical medium and there are a a number of people that are having absolutely uh, profound changes uh, using uh, it as a vegetarian 
program, right? There's also there's also uh, you know just being moderate, right? right? Just be just being moderate. I am not the only, and I don't. I am not a physician, so I am not prescribing. But I do know that for my woman, there's two things that work really well. One is olive leaf supplementation, and the other is holy basil supplementation. And okay. I do not. I do not have her taking them at the same time. She has both, and you know, we, you know, she does her muscle testing to see what's appropriate when, right? Right. And okay. so, so, uh, but holy basil is uh, is beautiful. Anyone who's going to take anything to their body, you must research and use your discernment first, right? Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Please. Well, that was yeah. great information. Uh, we kind of. Uh, did like a little bit of a sidebar. Would you like me to move yeah. on to question number three? Of course. Did I answer number two to the best the best ability? Yeah. Yes. No. Did, uh, that, did I get that for you? Let me see. Uh, how to create structure for co-creation with people? Uh, well, I was using lifestyle changes as an element of creating that structure for creating simplicity okay. and harmony, so that you can mm-hmm. co-create with people yourself and spirit. Right. And you all know that when you feel better, relationships go better too, right? Right. So when you can get the inflammation out of the body, when you have energy as opposed to feeling uh, lethargic all the time, which is what wheat does and sugar, right? Right. When you feel better, life looks better. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I think that does it. All right. Okay. So number number three is mm-hmm. your sovereign life might not match the life you envision for yourself. What are ways to accept what your higher self wants when it differs from or contradicts what your personality desires or believes you deserve? Because I think some people get to a point where they erroneously believe that their soul is working against them. And so how do we yeah. get into harmony with, with where the soul is steering us in concert with humanity and the collective whatever. Okay. All right, Charlotte, I'm going to make a bold statement and okay. then I'm going to I'm going to step back and try to back it up. <laughs> okay. Right? Mm-hmm. That anything, any part of the journey that is not in alignment with the soul of you is is ego. Right, of course. Right, so so there's either the soul's journey or the ego's journey. And so for those that are struggling against where the soul is guiding them, then what they're struggling with is 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 their egos. And to to come to resolution with that, it it. It needs surrender, right? Surrender Uh is what is needed to be able to let go of what they they feel that they want or deserve and to really line up with the soul because that's why why everybody's here upon the planet, 
right? Taking uh-huh. this journey, it's all about the soul's journey. And so how do you, you know, light that aspect of you on fire so that the the ego uh, doesn't interfere with where the soul is is directing you, right? It right. it re- it requires going deep. It requires surrender. It it requires you know getting past the fear that you won't have what you want in your life. Right? You, you will see people that don't want to follow the soul's journey because they're afraid that they won't have what they want. And yet the truth is is that 99% of the time when you are following the soul's path, the gifts and what you receive and the the possibilities are so much greater than you could have ever imagined. And so, uh, you know, hanging on to the, I, I can't follow my soul's path because I may not be able to have X, Y, or Z, you know, uh-huh. surrendering to the soul's path may give you X, Y, and Z and a thousand times more. Right. And so Okay. Right. So that right. is the that is the the struggle, right? And humans will never be quote unquote rid of the ego. That is not what it's about. But it is really about the balance and we've spoken about this before, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To you know to to take the soul's journey oddly enough. Right. Uh there is a perspective that that some have is that that no matter what you're doing it's it's part of the soul's journey right but right. what we know is that the struggle and and turning away the the fracturing of of the the human away from their soul because that is what is happening with a number of people on the planet at this time. They are Mm -hmm. almost like fracturing themselves away from their soul. And so uh, you have heard, you have heard healers speak about soul retrieval. Yeah. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is uh, going back in the healing process and, and recapturing a piece of your soul. Well, that is what happens when you fracture away from the soul's journey. It's like, you know, you you go on, but you leave a piece behind, so to speak, for lack of a better understanding, right? Right. And mm-hmm. at some point, at some point in time, you're going to have to re-own that piece. So uh, it is. It is great to know that there are individuals like yourself, Charlotte, like my woman, like Danielle, like like the the good and integral uh, healers and channels upon this planet that can assist in this process for people to to be able to learn what it looks and feels like to to walk the soul's journey as opposed to the journey of of the ego. It doesn't right. mean that you've got 
doesn't mean that you've got to wear flowing white robes and and something like that, right? But really what it is is that focus and the focus being on on spirit, on on you know harmony, on love, on all of those higher vibrational understandings. Right. Oh, so. Thank you for that. I'll take that as a compliment. Mm. Wow. Okay. Speaking of which, on a personal level, number four, the question is, um, in my conversations with uh, Jesus and Mother Mary, I was told that I was entering the fourth and final quadrant of my life, that it would be very different, uh, and I understand the purpose of it. My question is, have I crossed that threshold, or am I in a time that precedes crossing that threshold and how does that, of course, it's harmonious, but I'm just curious how that all blends with everything else that's going on, the energy coming to the planet and all these other shifts right. with right. the collective and right. what have you. Right. You, are, you are just coming into that, Charlotte, uh, and with the, with the energies right now, they are assisting you to, to shift to raise your frequency uh, to be able to step into that uh, what what has been described as the fourth quadrant, right? The fourth quarter right. for for those that don't understand uh, that life, you know, life may look like one long journey, but there are, uh, you know parts of your life that you live as a child and parts of your life that you live as as a youth and a young adult and then as a, a you know an adult that moves into what is the elder right and each one of those uh quadrant quarters right uh has a different energy a different focus a different understanding Right. Think of what mm-hmm. you what you stepping into this understand uh, right now as compared to the Charlotte of twenty five years ago. Right. Oh my. Mhm. Right. And uh, yes. an entirely dif- different individual, uh, you know, sits here right now with us. Right. And yes. so that that is what that is what we would like people to know, right, is that mm-hmm. that you flow into and you begin to embrace these different aspects of the self depending on the quote-unquote quadrant, right? right? And so the the fourth quadrant, right, for for the woman, right, is is the is the quadrant of the chrome, right? Many, the quadrant of what? Many of the chrome, right? In many understandings, the fourth quadrant is the quadrant of the chrome, right? The, C-R-O-N-E, the, the, the chrome, wi- the, okay. Yeah, the chrome, the, the elder, the wise woman, oh, right? I got it. That, that energy, right? The shaman, that is the energy of the the fourth the fourth quarter, okay. Or the fourth qu- quadrant, right? It is right. that energy. You step into that 
evolved aspect of yourself, your your sovereignty, right? Doesn't mean that you can't be sovereign at twenty, right? But you've you've lived a lot more life at this juncture in time, right? And right. You be, you begin to own that, and oddly enough, for many, it is easier to own at that juncture in life. Huh? Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so I'm going to some, Right. And I'm going to take some time off um, starting um, in a couple days so that I can really focus on myself and move with these shifts and clear out what I need to clear out, catch up with a number of things. I'll be talking to you and Mother, but I'm going to really do everything I can to support the shift within me uh, in time for whenever they're supposed to and or when I come right. to that threshold. Right. right. Is that woven in uh, with, this, with the shift ending in September, October? Well, for you, right, it is, it's mm-hmm. very individual, right? For some, it's going to carry on through the end of the year, depending right. on what they need, Right. And if no one is being punished if if the energy continues to be this way, right? It is just that there's a little bit more growth, a little bit more possible, uh, and and your soul's going to give you whatever it is that you need in the moment. So taking some time out, beautiful. I love that you are able to do that, right? And mm-hmm. I would like. I I would really like you to know that uh, you have enough time. That is something that that humans always worry about. They get frantic, feeling like they've got to do everything today. If it doesn't get done today, you're right. They're they're not going to get it, or they're not going to you know step into that aspect of themselves that they are working hard to connect with. Right, um, you have uh-huh. all, you have all the time you need. The other thing that I would like you to remember is that that this evolutionary process, this transformational process, on some level, beloved one, is already complete. Okay. Because you are you are that divine consciousness, right. and you are reawakening to that within yourself. That is your okay. sovereignty as well. Okay. Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're in harmony with with the energies that are moving right now. You're you're going with the flow. You're not fly you're not floating. Uh, I mean you're excuse me, you're not sinking as much as you are swimming and floating. You kind of move between those those two places, right? But it's right. okay. If if you find that you've got to go to the bottom of that river and sit there for a few days, then so be it. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So be it. Right? And then when you are complete, happy birthday. Yeah. Give your sure. give yourself a bit of celebration, right? Yes. I just um, <laughs> I, I need to clarify energies in my home, and I I want to. It's not getting done 
as efficiently as I'd like to. So I thought, let me mm-hmm. just pause. We've got all this energy coming in and moving around. Let me just pause, get done what I need to get done, simplify, and then I'll be able to study and focus and do what I really am passionate about instead of mm-hmm. responding to pressure and meeting obligations. I just want to really right. simplify yeah. and get right. to that that structure I want to build for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and you, like most humans, live their lives putting out fires, right? Exactly. And and don't always have the opportunity to get to that place where it's it's just about the flow. But, you know, remember small bites, and and spirit will guide you always. Always, mm-hmm. always, whether you're sitting at the bottom of the river or you're floating on top, you're never out of of spirit arms. Okay. Never. Yeah. yeah, um I'm giving myself a good month and a half so I can set a pace and accomplish everything I need to accomplish, hopefully. And everything will Beautiful. be a, a little more to my liking in terms of being able to focus and getting work done in the way I like to do it, that kind of thing. Good. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. All right. And you wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries, yeah? Yeah, that's our crossover topic, and you said you would have a, a bit to say about that uh, and weave it into the broader context, uh, which I think we've done. But, yeah, you said you wanted to okay. share some things with that. Okay. Um, it is... It is important to everyone's sovereignty to have boundaries. And most people live a great deal of their life without having clear boundaries. And so one of the ways that you can identify where a boundary may be needed is where uh, you feel triggered, uh, or where someone is able to to hurt you, and to to know who you are, right, is important in setting up your your boundaries, so that you can say, you know, um, yes, thank you, but but you know, here's here's my boundary, right, and. Mm-hmm. Don't be embarrassed or afraid to create a boundary. A boundary is part of caring for yourself, taking care of yourself, not letting yourself be used and abused, so to speak, right? right. It is also it is also uh mutable. You can change your boundary at any time. So you may meet someone and you have a boundary in place because you don't know them yet, and as you get to know them, you expand the boundary a little bit or, you know, make it easier for them to to get closer, and then say they do something that is is painful. You can put your boundary back in place again. So that's a great thing to know that your boundaries aren't set in stone. They are mutable. So, so... Take care of yourself. Make sure that you are receiving what you need, not only from from spirit, right, but from those around you. 
and uh, keeping yourself in balance. And those are the things that that boundaries assist you with, right? It mm-hmm. keeps your your life humming along instead of feeling like you have to constantly be battling for your own self worth or or battling for for someone to notice you or battling for for someone to assist you in some way. Right? Boundaries mm-hmm. are such such a beautiful such a beautiful thing. And so knowing who you are and what you need is the very first step. And, you know, uh, maybe today you can set one boundary in your life that is going to make a big difference for you. It could be the boundary of just being able to say no, right? Yes. And, and, having, that, and having that be okay, right? And again, mm-hmm. it's a mutable boundary, you might say no today, but tomorrow you might say, eh, okay, right? Because yep. it might be okay tomorrow, but today it's not, right? It's all right. Okay. It's, all, it's all right. And so start with one. Start where you know in your life that you really need to, to establish something just for yourself. The boundaries are for you, not for other people. All right. The boundary right. is for for you. Right. Okay. So, so that's an important good. point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, boundaries. You know, people think of boundaries as like a fence that keeps somebody else on the other side of it, right? And that's right. true to a degree, but but the boundaries for you. The boundaries about where you feel safe or where you don't feel safe. The boundaries about, you know, what it is that you desire or don't desire. Right? And so right. it is good to good to know yourself and what it is that you need. And and start small. You can start with one and move from there. Right? Yeah. As long as you're not afraid or okay. embarrassed to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that is part of that conversation, right? About mm-hmm. not 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 caring, quote unquote caring, not caring, right? About other people's thoughts and observations about you, right? It is important to take care of you first and not worry I, about other people. Hmm? Right. Well, in my experience, um as I really connected with who I am and cultivated that self-love, I found mm-hmm. that I didn't worry as much about what other people think. I found myself to be a lot more confident and especially a lot more confident about being who I am in spite of what anybody thinks. It all kind of came together, and it's um, a really good feeling to yeah. not rule my actions by what other people think or what society would say about the way and then what yeah. I do. So it's a it's a yeah. major difference from the way it was. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I am pleased. I am pleased. <laughs> I am pleased that you have found that for yourself, beloved one. Yes. Yeah, it feels really good. I hope, I hope that others will find that for themselves as well. 
Yes. Well, this mm-hmm. has been very enlightening. I thank you so much for all that you've shared. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, I just I just wanted to tell you one thing. Your singing voice is glorious. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely stunning. So that's thank what I wanted you. you to know. You're welcome. Well, thank, thank you for thank your time. Thank you. <laughs> All right, beloved one. Uh, All right. right. So we'll be talking soon. All right. I will invite my woman back. Thank you so Okay. Thank you, Metatron. Nom- Namaste. Namaste. All right. I'm back. Welcome back. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That was absolutely fabulous. I can't wait for you to hear it. Good. So, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So I will send that Yay. to you in short order. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, spending time with me, for the wonderful conversations that we have, and for being of service to the community and bringing Sweet Metatron through to help us all learn and grow. It's really great that um, that we're able to do this uh, for everybody. And I feel very blessed and honored to do it. I hope you do as well. I, I do. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Not I hope you do. I know you do. I meant to say I know you do. <laughs> all right. So we will meet back here in a month's time, and I will speak to you in between, okay? Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right, everyone, angelemerging.com is where you want to go if you'd like to learn more about Wendy's classes, workshops, events, and private sessions with Metatron. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is where the archives live. Go and check them out. Go over all the transmissions. We are building quite an arsenal of information to help you through the shifts this year and any year to come. So that's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.